Hello and welcome to another episode of A Podcastalypse. Filling in for Chalcedony Figaro Scott, who's filling in for Paisley Jackson Smith. I'm one of your hosts, J. Allen Bell. And filling in for Clef Crescendo, I'm Mark Adams. Hi, Mark. Hey, Jay, how you doing? Good. So um, we're doing something a little different this time. Um, this isn't your standard episode of a podcast ellipse. It's a best of and blooper show. That's right. Yay! Um, fun fact, Jay Allen Bell is the producer of this fabulous broadcast, podcast, oddcast. Um, he is the reason this is happening. So you have him to thank or blame. Well, and I'm not the only producer on the show. You also are a producer I'll take on an associate, several of the shows. I'll take an associate producer credit, sure. So thank together, we, we have produced all the episodes of a podcast ellipse that you've heard so far. So far, yep. Well, how, do you, how do you feel about season one so far? Before I dive into that, I do want to say that we are going to do this in seasons. Yes. This blooper and best of episode is kind of acting as the closure. Yeah, like a bumper. Yeah. I like it. I like so, that. yeah, I think season one went way better than I anticipated Excellent. ever going. I'm As an associate producer, I am incredible. And and uh, actor on a few of the broadcasts. If not podcast, almost podcasts. all of them. Yeah. Well, not quite all of them. And I think you are on of the, so this would be the 12th episode yeah. of season one because they're monthly. Mm-hmm. I think you are on all of them, but maybe three. Okay. I think you're right. If not as a guest, as a caller. Right. Caller. Right. Caller, and I think commentator. <laughs> we'll have to see how it goes, but you may be appearing in some of these clips. Oh, oh dear. I guess we'll have oh to find dear. out. Yeah. I, uh, full disclosure, folks. Um, Jay has heard all of these clips. I have heard none of them. So something that you just said does bother me a little bit. Does it? Tell me. That you just said you've never heard any of these clips, so you're I've, not listening to the episodes? No, 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 no. I haven't heard the bloopers. Oh, the bloopers. Sure. No, no. What, you think I listen to my own work? You're crazy. <laughs> no, I totally listen. Well, we'll find out. Another thing that we wanted to do with this episode was to kind of also have it as like a, a peek behind the curtain. Ooh, pay no to, attention to that man yes, behind the curtain. Yes. To serve as kind of a, a launch point for people that are just new to the episode. Right. So they, or I'm sorry, new to the new podcast. To the, new to the entire show, yeah. So they understand what's actually happening. Right. And don't get confused, right. which <laughs> I think we did a really good job of confusing almost everyone I know. That is fantastic. And even when I'm promoting the show, I get confused because I'm telling people, oh, yeah, it's a science and engineering podcast. And, and you know, it really takes those, those, those little nuances of the end of the world. And what are we going to do? And then I forget to say, oh, yeah, it's a comedy show. Yes. I so. completely forgot <laughs> to say. But maybe that's, maybe that's on purpose. Maybe that's a happy accident. It's try. It's a weird balance that I try to that I'm having trouble making, is telling people, I'm trying not to give people too much, not to spoil right. the there, episode. There is there is that hint of joy that comes from the surprise. The podcast started. I don't remember who whose idea was to do a podcast, but amongst our group of friends, yep, the Brass Battle Society, we yep. have talked about doing some kind of podcast, and I had an idea for a podcast about the apocalypse for a while and then i had also had an idea about ripping off comedy bang bang for a while right right we definitely talked about comedy bang bang quite a bit and so i said hey why don't we combine all of these ideas into one podcast about the apocalypse which rips off comedy bang bang and rip off comedy bang bang in the sense that you have guests on the show that are insane yes i think the way you pitched it to us was the guests are batshit insane batshit you said batshit and i think i was sold on batshit well good because that's <laughs> the people are batshit insane they are batshit insane like the premise. bottom of the facebook comments batshit insane oh no that's well like, that's, but that's racist and garbage uh, true, stuff, true true so true true hopefully we don't have any of that on the show but take that out that that gets right. left in the show right and what do you have left you have batshit insanity right, right. so the show's premise is the, the for real premise. For real. Or I'm this not, is real not the for real premise. This is the for fake premise, folks. The so for attention. fake premise uh-huh. is that it's an NPR style show Correct. about what life would be like after a hypothetical apocalypse. Right, which is a great a great point to begin analysis and thought, you know, thought experiments. Yeah, really. it's something yeah. that is kind of an interesting idea. Mm-hmm. And then what we the the continued premise is then that guests come on, experts in specific fields of science or engineering or social engineering mm-hmm. or whatever, 
Come on. Various and, fields of study. Yeah. That are relevant answer, in all in our society, regardless of where we're at. Yes. But become more relevant when it's like we have to rebuild everything. Right. And answer questions and discuss what life would be like after the apocalypse. And that's where the seriousness ends. And then the craziness happens in that the people that we are bringing onto the show either aren't experts in the field that they're coming on. They could be complete charlatans. Or they're batshit insane. They're batshit insane. And they spend five minutes talking about what they're supposed to be talking about. And then... 50 minutes. 50 minutes talking about (laughs) insane bullshit. (laughs) Yep. Aliens or whatever. We had aliens. We talked about Bigfoot. Yep. We talked about all kinds of things. Yep. We've, uh, there have been sex cults. There have been sex cults. There we've had, have. we've had a good, we've had some good fun. Yeah. We've had some good yeah. laughs. Indeed. Uh, mutants. We can't forget mutants. We did do mutants. We That's a mutants. good segue. I have a blooper Ooh. from that very first episode. You don't say. A little bit of background on this. When we were trying to figure out what to call this podcast, we had a list of like 10 different things Pretty, that we were yeah. throwing around and we settled on a podcast ellipse, a podcast ellipse a podcast ellipse. However, for the first two episodes, neither Brandy, who plays Chalcedony, mm-hmm. or Corey, who plays Clef, mm-hmm. could say a podcast ellipse. A podcast ellipse. It is not easy to say when it's not a term you throw around constantly when you're producing a show such as a podcast ellipse. Right. So the first clip that we're going to listen to is several minutes of Brandy and Corey Failing to say a podcast ellipse over and over and over. Oh boy. Thank you for joining us, Phil. And, and I'm just so excited that we've been here together today. It's been a really great opportunity to connect for the first a podcast. And then you want to take that again? (laughs) (laughs) It's been a great opportunity to connect for a podcast. What can I say? <laughs> uh, it's a, a podcast ellipse, right? A yes. podcast And maybe next time, Paisley, Jackson, Scott will be able to take the reins. But until then, Paisley, Jackson, Smith. Oh, Paisley, Jackson, Smith. That's right. My current colleague has the last name of, of Figaro Scott. Yes. I think get all those uh, nailed down. You guys want to do a sign off? Yeah, do yeah. a sign off. Do a sign off. So this has been Clef Crescendo on a pod capital, a pod capitalist. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not the only one. Uh... Is it? All right, you guys take it again. So this has been a pod copulate, a pod cap mother fuck. <laughs> cop. We all agreed on this name, and now I can't say it. I can't say it. <clears throat> I think if it becomes a podcast ellipse to say, maybe we just go with podcast. This, oh, that's hard to say yeah, too. Yeah, podcast ellipse. This has a been podcast ellipse. All right, take it again. So this has been a podcast, a podcast ellipse. All right, let's start over. This has been a podcast ellipse, and I am Clef Crescendo. And I am Calcedoni Figro Scott. And that's it. So it took them. Let's see. That was two plus minutes. Of them being straight up unable to say the name of the podcast that we all are agreed on. You know, it's like anything else, like playing the trumpet. You know, the first time you put a trumpet to your lips. By the way, uh, playing a trumpet is much more refined than trumpet. pronouncing a word. But you know what I mean? Like, you have to practice how, it. How similar is it to putting a skin flute to your lips? Ah, yes, indeed. Um, it is... Um, I don't know, but I don't have experience with putting a skin flute to my <laughs> Not lips. that there's anything Not wrong that with that. Not that there's anything wrong with that. So that was from the first episode, the pilot episode, which we, which I was a guest. We talked about mutants on. Yep. And I was, uh, I, I guess I was the role of head producer on that one. And um, yeah, there were a lot of nerves. I remember there just being a lot of nerves. And I think, you know, it's really, it becomes repetition, you know, when you put something together and you go through the the technical motions, you go through the creative motions. Before this, I don't think any of us, I mean, Jay's an exception, but I think the rest of us, uh, I've done voiceover, but it's been ages. 
it's 100% improv. And yes. that's one thing. Yeah, none of this is scripted. Probably comes through pretty fucking clearly. I, I think on a lot of the episodes, by the 45 minute we mark, have zero script. <laughs> yes. And zero idea of where that we know where this is going to go. Where it's going. So it's like a journey. It's kind of like a well, I know I want to get to Poughkeepsie, New York, but there's so many highways I could potentially take. And to ooh, get this there. this is a good segue. Ah. I'm, we're doing good with the segues here. Thank you. Because a good example of this, not yep. knowing where anything's going. Yep. Not having any script whatsoever. Yep. But having it really work out in our favor is from episode three, which our friend Ryan. Ah, Flett yes. Was Ryan Flett. Yes. Very good. He did and a great job. He did a great job. Yep. And he was a biologist, a wildlife biologist. Yes. Or wildlife biologist. <laughs> Talking about like some, a zoologist, some fucking animals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Around. For sure. For sure. And then his his quirk, the thing that made him batshit crazy, was that he had run into and Who's met a, yeah. Bigfoot, and oh, had been abducted by aliens. That's right. I think I think Bigfoot was planned. Aliens was not. Is that right? I think Bigfoot and aliens were planned. So they he were. knew okay. that he was going to be talking about those things. And that's a, another point I want to another peek <laughs> behind the curtain is that the guest always knows what their specialty is and what makes them batshit insane. Corey and Brandy, the, the hosts never know. Yep. They only know what the topic is. Yep. So everything is a surprise. Yep. So yep. when it's revealed that Ryan, what Ryan's character was, had met Bigfoot, they had no idea that was coming and the aliens, they had no idea. Right. That was coming. But yeah, part of the fun, I think for being the host is who is this person really in front of me? Because there's something wrong. The next clip that we have, the, the first best of clip, is from Ryan's episode. What do you think it is? Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, uh, color me surprised. Uh, this was one of my favorite moments, Ooh. and it probably speaks oh, volumes. wait. I think I know. Go ahead. It speaks volumes to those that may not know me oh, I about think I, my personality. Maybe. I, yeah, I think I know what this is. Okay, this should be interesting. And this is from episode two. No. Episode three. This is from episode three. Wildlife. 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 How would the apocalypse like impact cockfighting? Um, why, why would you want to do that to a, such a valuable resource? Well, you could eat the loser. I mean, maybe that would be it. Like, it's the Hunger Games. I'm hungry. You two cocks better fight. And I'm going to eat the the cock that loses. <laughs> I think you answered your own question. Um, <laughs> I I really I don't think you could survive very well on an all cock diet. Um, you know, like rabbit starvation, it would be similar similar to that well i'd supplement my cock diet with like greens and stuff as well like berries probably two berries (laughs) (laughs) so are you saying that interesting you chose berries and not nuts (laughs) do you think they would fight harder just because they they would know that (laughs) yes the cocks would be a lot harder definitely No, do you think they would fight harder because they would know if you were going to eat one or the other that was the loser? Would they they be able to know that? Could they pick up on that, would you imagine, with any kind of mutation? Oh, well, if they were mutated, maybe, probably. Um, If they weren't, then no. Okay. And then obviously, like, a a limp cock would probably just lay down and die. Yeah, I guess you could say it would shrink away from a challenge. <laughs> so I'm glad that we got my uh, my hobby out of the way. So, um, dang, so really did set a precedent. It did, and I think that went really well. That's something that kind of came out of left field and was funny because saying the word cock over and over and over again, regardless of whether you're talking about chickens, or whether you're 12 weenuses. or 45. <laughs> pretty much it's uh, funny yep so if i recall correctly that was a question that was an example of something you wrote down on a notepad and threw it in Corey's face and said try this one out or was that Corey just tossed that out i 
I don't remember. I think that was. I think that one. Ugh, I think that was one that was written out. Maybe. I think so. We do give the host some questions that right. they can to help keep things moving. So ahead of time, I'll write some questions down and give them to Corey and Brandy. So and they're kind they, of, they know where to go instead of just having a lot of dead space while they're trying to figure out questions. You know, so the questions are kind of like a lot of the pre-written questions that are mostly Jay's uh, work. Um, those are pretty much, I think a lot of them are designed to get us back on the rails. Well, some, but then we also, I try to come up with some questions that are also batshit insane. Right. Because to, eventually there's sort of a giving up of like, well, this is how this is going right. to go. So. Just to just to make sure, and a lot of funny. that is improv too, because I think a lot of that isn't getting right. So the only the only thing that's pre written are just interview type questions, right? right. No, tell no us more, real tell script. Us more. Yeah. yeah. But here's a question for you. For me, oh God my goodness, damn, we are nailing the segues. Nah, thank you. Fucking a, it's just like, it's right like we were meant to do this shit, right? We should get rid of Corey Bo- and Brandy, and right? we should just do this goddamn thing filling ourselves. in for Clef Crescendo. I'm Mark Adams, and this is. NPR. No, it's not. Go ahead. Would you survive the apocalypse? Hell no. Although, it depends. I, I realize that's kind of a cop-out answer. My, my, my instinct tells me to say hell no, because I'm squishy. I admit it. I'm a squishy guy. I parts, work, Some parts more squishy than others. Some parts definitely more squishy. Some parts firmer than others. It's true. <laughs> that's what she said. <laughs> well, you know. Uh, <laughs> But, uh, you know, I'm not the most athletic person. I'm not the most unathletic person, but I think given my typical routine, I don't think I'd have the chops to physically and emotionally handle the world ending. I say it depends because if I can find my way to a Costco, I think everything I would need to survive the apocalypse is inside of a Costco. So you hear that, Costco? We are willing to Costco, accept this, any I, kind yes. of sponsorship. This campaigns. this would be ideal because I think any any end of the world podcast broadcast of any sort, Costco is it. Costco is. I mean, they're they're. I think there's an opportunity they're missing here. That, do, oh, they, do they sell like hard drugs at Costco? They have a pharmacy. They have a pharmacy. So again, does it have, hard, does it have the good shit or good just enough? Like the worst stuff? Good enough. Crush it up. Do what you got to do. Is that a good segue into oh, this? Speaking of hard drugs, this next clip. I was clip. looking to see if we did have, if it did make a segue. Ooh, it's such a good and nothing from the healthcare episode. Ooh, ooh, yes. Okay, so here, <laughs> good segue. Thank you. Speaking of the health, health, we're so good at these segues. We should, you know, we really should take over uh, Corey and Brandy. <laughs> Speaking of the healthcare episode, this one does feature you, but only for a second. Okay. Got it. So this is from the healthcare episode. Ooh, we should talk about the calls. Oh, yeah. So we haven't we talked about the calls. So for the first couple episodes, we thought we were going to try to have like live, live calls. Live callers, like a radio show. Yeah, like an NPR show where people would be calling in right. to talk to the hosts. Right. We very quickly realized that that's just not going to work. Right. And don't force it. So we changed right. to just listener-submitted calls and questions. Correct. So now we get listener-submitted calls, listener-submitted questions. And sometimes we'll have a good idea and we'll send in our own. And for you listeners that are listening to this uh, behind the curtain peak, this a podcast ellipse zero, if you will. Peak cast ellipse. If you want to submit your own questions, you can absolutely do that. We And we encourage it. Yes. yes. You can do that via the website and you can submit those in. So that's a podcast ellipse.com. If you can't spell a podcast ellipse, then how are you here? <laughs> but... You can submit those and and we will reach back out to you and you can either record them and send them to us or we'll just read them verbatim from the website. Either way. This one, though, was one that I thought would be funny and I asked a couple of our talent. Yes. Which one of them was you? Ah, very good. Very good. Episode was the healthcare episode. Mm -hmm. Our guest, Ben, who was doctor or something. Yep. The Dr. Codler, I think. Yes, Dr. Codler. And yes. he was just talking about healthcare and the post-apocalypse. Yes. And this was the first call that we had for that ah, episode. I remember this. This is good. Hello, this is Dr. Kilm's office. This is a call for... Class, Gratendo. To let you know that... Class, Gratendo. Test came back positive for... Gonorrhea. 
If you have any questions, please call the office. Goodbye. I think that's going to impact my score. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We can probably just uh, move on to the the next call. Um, Probably don't need to hang out here very much. Mom, I hope you're not listening. Uh, well, I, I would like to make a, a brief commentary on that. So uh, this this individual received a call related to uh, having contracted the clap. I'm, I'm going to interrupt. So I'm probably going to one way or another, I'm losing points. But um, I will say that I'm in the entertainment industry, so I get lots of applause. Um, I don't don't read too much into that, you know. Right, that's right. That Lots call. of applause, like the cake thing. Get at the clap. I remember I that jumped applause. out of a cake once. Yeah. <laughs> I'm too busy yeah. thinking that the so, clap is actually chlamydia. I, I did say really entertainment <laughs> industry. Yes. I'm going to leave it at that. <laughs> Oops. Sorry, Dr. Cutler. <laughs> Fucking copper. So uh, the treatment for a medical ailment such as this requires antibiotics, and the availability of antibiotics would be... Um, that would be true for the clap. ...virtually nil in a post-apocalyptic society, especially after the first year. Um, I think for this individual, if we wanted to treat them, the transition panel would be prescribing a fair amount of alcohol for, as an anesthesia or an, as an anesthetic, um, as well as alcohol treating as, as a sterilant. There are ways to uh, soak this individual's uh, private parts in alcohol and um, provide them some level of sterility. Um, we would also conduct surgery, I think, uh, some sort of surgical or chemical castration would be in order for this individual uh, an aggressive uh, panel decided to keep them in the society okay Um, so transition but i think cuff has an allergy to tequila so you wouldn't be using that would you i'd just be teabagging tequila to cure my (laughs) car (laughs) how about this for tequila yes i would agree with that back to the chlamydia gonorrhea issue so i think it's maybe a good thing that none of the people involved in that call Corey, brandy or ben knew the difference between the clap and gonorrhea i mean suggested it's 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 the nerd in me coming out going wait a minute that's not he he referenced that wrong nah you know and i do that way too much nerd or experience or let's stick a little, with little from column let's, A, let's little from stick, column B. For the purposes of this podcast, let's stick with the nerd portion. Does your mom listen to the podcast? I don't know. I'm sure I've told her about it, but the fact that she could, sorry, mom, the fact that she could boot up a podcast at all would be pretty impressive. My mom does listen to the podcast. I see. So hi, mom. Hi, mom. I don't have the clap. Don't worry. Um, <laughs> But one episode I don't think she did listen to. Ah, we're doing another fucking segue. So that's a big segue. Awesome, it's a goddamn segue. Wait, we didn't really talk much about the phone calls, though, before we do the segue. Oh, what else do we need to talk about the phone calls? Well, so from my experience, I've done a few of these. And a few of the phone calls? Or a yeah, few a few of the phone calls. And I think the best part about the phone calls is, at least this is my experience, and I don't know if the other actors feel the same, but I like them to be a little spontaneous. Like, first idea that comes to my head, go. Like, and you just go. Yeah. And I don't always send you those, but more often than not, that leads me to the gold. And I think it's kind of going back to that whole, like, you know, this is kind of long form improv, but these phone calls give me the opportunity to do a really short, sweet, delicious nugget of improv, which is a lot of fun actually. And it's over in, in minutes like that, that, um, that, uh, chlamydia call we did like right after dinner and we sat on the couch and we looked at each other and I'm just, I told Aaron, I was like, follow my lead. <laughs> you look, you looked at Aaron. I looked at Aaron in the gonorrhea. eye and here we go. It's gonorrhea, <laughs> gonorrhea or go home. I don't know if that's exactly how it went, but it's, we had the idea and it's like, this is how we're going to do it. And just to do an automated phone call. And yeah. And I think we mentioned this before, but I'll, I'll mention it again in case we didn't. So for the calls, neither Brandy nor Corey, nor the guests. So mm-hmm. nobody has heard the calls. Nobody. Yep. The only person that has heard the calls actually is myself. Yep. And I put those together and I surprise everybody with them. So yep. they're really, it's one of my favorite things to about this podcast Another as a producer ball. is to watch them react to the calls. Absolutely. It didn't make the best of, but one of my favorite call reactions 
was your reaction to my call in the second oh episode. My God. <laughs> I made a, a quick call. I think I made it like five minutes before we recorded because I knew another we didn't example have of how quick these things yeah. things happen. Yeah. And I just made a, a statement that said like, hey, Sharon, what'd you do with the sour cream? How are we supposed to have any tacos if we don't have any fucking sour cream? I lost my shit. And you lost that. your shit. I absolutely did. Uh, that's an episode two. That was the housing episode. I remember that. And um, that was that was a good reaction, but unfortunately it didn't make my best. <laughs> that's fair. Of. It's just me laughing and having an asthma attack, which I totally get wouldn't necessarily be quality content that the listeners want. You know, it is good quality. Oh, content. here we go. Segway. <laughs> Tell me. I don't know. But the next thing that I do know, <laughs> I don't know is either. the next clip that we have is from, oh, we're jumping back to where my, let's jump back to what we were what, talking what, about before. The episode that your mom shouldn't yes. listen to. Yeah. It's not that she shouldn't. It's just that I gave them, I gave my parents a heads Explicit up because we really only had like one hard R episode. Yeah. Cause, um, cause I'm trying to remember, uh, Apple podcast has given us the E for explicit for a couple of episodes, right? Cause the language and all that. Yes. And, but this one, we earned it. This one, we fucking straight we up earned, earned it. it. Yeah. It was, it was very sexual yes. in nature. Like it surprised you. Discussions. Yes. yes. It was a dating and relationships episode. So that's definitely gonna, yes. it was the dating and relationships. That's going to do it. Or at least uh, open the doors, per se. Of, uh, Cara, the guest, mm-hmm. who is a local Portland comedian, and uh, she owns a... Cara Hayes, right? Yes. Yep. She owns a uh, chocolate tour thing, so if you are into that, you can check it out. I'm totally into that. Um, I wish I remembered how to find it, but we have links on the website. We are bad at plugging. <laughs> we are bad at plugging other people's shit. Oh, other people's shit, yeah. But... We're okay at plugging ourselves. There are links on on a podcast list, so you yep. can go there and get that. But in her episode, she was Dr. Gina Dreyfus. Yep. And she was coming on to talk about relationships and dating. Right. And that her the thing that made her batshit insane. Well, I <laughs> I should actually qualify. <laughs> kind this. of everything. <laughs> it's not that pe- these people are batshit insane. It's just that the there's something off. The um. The interview goes insane. Right. Yeah. So yeah, maybe it's just the interview and it's just the person. Yeah. The the things get crazy. Yeah. So the people aren't necessarily intended to be insane. It's just that the situation becomes insane. Their their kind of personal lives somehow come out in a way. Kara's, she came on to talk about relationships and dating, but she was also coming on to help find her son, Jesus. Yes. And on top of that, she also... She was suggesting that in the post-apocalypse, the only sex that would be happening was anal sex. Correct. And on top of that, my favorite bit that we added on top of all of that was that she was saying all of this dirty stuff. Yep. But she couldn't say, she was too shy to say the word penis and vagina. I forgot about that. So she just had this giant list of euphemisms. For, for body parts. Right. She had to go, she had to get real creative with talking about male genitalia. Yes. And she did a great job. And some of those we just <laughs> we put together that aren't even real euphemisms. We just wrote stupid shit down yep. and added it to her list and she nice. said it and it was great. But this clip doesn't feature any of that. Uh-huh. It features something totally different. Ah. Uh-huh. This clip features something that I hoped God we do a lot more of in the future, if not spin off into another Ah. Uh-huh. I know exactly what you're talking about. Another podcast altogether where... Plenty of material for it. It could happen. Where Corey has to look at other people and explain to them... In the eye, Urban Dictionary... Yes. Definitions. Yes. (laughs) Urban Dictionary definitions. In this episode... But wait, wait, wait. Not just explain urban, but really like tiptoe around the explicit but that's the way, yeah, definition. That's the way he does it. it, he, it, it that's what makes it so great. That's what makes it great. Is yeah. that he, he's not willing to just straight up say... Like, oh, it's when you put it in there. Yes. It's like, oh, you know, when you love someone and you're kind of tipsy. And yeah, he really goes the long way around. So going the long way around, Corey tries to explain docking. Correct. Don't look it up if you don't know what it means. Yes. Or do look it up. I don't care. I mean, you know, get woke. Get woke. Uh, he explains docking to Brandy and Kara, neither of which 
know what it is. And it's very clear that Corey's not particularly comfortable explaining what docking is. Yes. To, to two, two women. women who are just staring at him. Yep. Like, what did you just say? What like, the hell are you talking about? This is about? like a sidebar conversation, but we're going to have it. So this is Clef explaining docking, docking. to Dr. Dreyfus and Calcedonia. And Calcedonia Figueroa Scott. But this is also Corey honestly <laughs> trying to explain docking, docking. to Brandy and Cara. and Cara. Yep. So back on the apocalypse. So we've talked a lot about anal. Um, I guess one, one thing uh, I, we talked about, you know, these kind of like very large sized people. Um, do you think docking would be a thing that would be, um, I guess, enjoyed amongst some of these larger specimens? Can you tell me, I don't know what docking means. <laughs> <laughs> so, so if you picture the, um, if you picture I'm very the naive poop when it shot, comes to sex. if you picture the poop shoot being a sort of garage, mm. what if the other door the the large very long cord door was another entry zone for for things for for tricks which <laughs> is this something only you men know <laughs> um well i did ask that question on grinder um oh you're on grinder i it was a very popular uh, question i prop- i posed so <laughs> So there's two doors. Well, we'll just consider it a secret door for men. Hmm. I think anything's possible. So dock that ship, you know. (laughs) (laughs) And go for it, right? Get that mast in there. That's all I have to say. I have no idea what the fuck he's trying to talk about. All right. So like the minute, the minute you're like, there's another door. I mean, where does your brain go? Like, it, it, there's so many places, and it's just. <sighs> I knew what docking was. I was the only one other I than Corey too. in the room. Right. I wasn't in the room was. at the time. Yep. And while he's explaining this, I'm just staring at him like, what the <laughs> fuck are you talking about? What? <laughs> and Brandy and Kara are looking at Corey going, what the fuck yeah. are you talking about? Yep. So my this car, is, that was the one, the one, that one little moment that car broke. That was the yes. only moment where you're just like, Oh God, what? But I, yeah, as we mentioned before, I want a full podcast series of Corey explains, Corey explains urban dictionary or all, all of it, all of urban dictionary. Well, not all of it. There's some straight up horrible shit on there that shouldn't ever be correct. Shouldn't be, shouldn't exist, let alone be said out loud. But the more like, uh, I'm going to take my perverted side of my brain and really like mold and massage and come up with the weirdest explanation of a imaginary sexual act. That's the kind of stuff that should be explained. We should, I, I have an idea. Okay. We'll pitch it to Corey. Okay. Corey explains it all. will be Corey sitting in front of four Mormon women. Ooh. Explaining the weirdest, most bizarre urban dictionary things to them. I love that. I know at least one. I think casting could be a little challenging. I know one. My grandma's Mormon, so we could probably get her. Okay. My grandmother uh, is Methodist, I believe. And um, she's pretty with it. And she would be a good. She read a lot of urban dictionary? No. (laughs) Does she know what a Cosby sweater is? Uh, Thankfully, no. Don't no, look that one up. Do not look that one up. For just not not just to deal with the times, but yeah. that's a bad one. Not even in in the woke woke wokeness that we are. Yeah, no, that's just that's just no. That was a bad segue, by the way. That was a bad segue. <laughs> that was a bad segue. We might you, end up cutting that part out. But you, you know, we maybe we won't. We, maybe we won't. Maybe we won't. Maybe we'll talk about, you know, eating breakfast cereal and throwing up on people's so, chests. Oh, oh, I can segue this. Okay, I can segue this. Okay, okay here go we for go. It. Okay. It's ready? Go. Here we go. Yep. Speaking of Cosby. Ah. He did make an appearance in the holiday episode. That and is, I think that you. Is, that is correct. <laughs> woke or not. Yes. Cosby does appear in the podcast. Yes. That is at correct. the very end of very the holiday episode. End. Very end. And I think we handled it well. I think so. Yeah. He shows up. He says something. And 
Clef slams the door in his face because fuck. Let's be let's be clear. Yeah, fuck that guy. Fuck 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 Cosby. Yeah. Um, as a joke, I used to do a Bill Cosby pretty often, and to the point where before, I, well before before yes. Maybe my friends were just really nice to me. I don't really know to this day, and I and I don't want to know at this point. But they seemed to like it a lot. Like like would request it frequently. Like please stop making me do this voice frequently. And, and you just did the voice, right? You didn't try to put any. No, 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 just, just okay. the voice. Just, just, just sure. the voice. Just the voice. And yeah, and to the point where we actually, in an old comedy band I was in, we, it was part of a song. It was, it was a whole thing. It was a whole thing. And I, I, I retired it um, pretty much the moment I found out about everything that had gone on with that, all the allegations. Well, good. So yeah, I think so. So he does the, a character of Cosby appears and gets a door slammed in his face yes, in the holiday episode, which is exactly what needs to happen. Speaking of the holiday episode, I did it. I what? segued this motherfucker. One of my, another one of my favorite moments. <laughs> Didn't even see that coming from a podcast lips. <laughs> Sorry, friends. You're not going to hear it. Is you can hear it by listening to the episode. There you go. We asked a friend of mine to put together uh, a song. Yes. For the holiday episode. Yes. We actually had a couple songs. Yes. But this one came out of fucking nowhere. Out of the leftist of fields. I asked Tom Ono. Tom Ono. Who appeared in as a guest on the transportation episode. That's correct. From Kenosha, Wisconsin, yes. if I'm not mistaken. If we could just if he could just throw together a song real quick and he said yes. So he said he would be Yoko Ono. Correct. And made a song about unicorns. Perfect. And this is that song. I'm a get an Xmas. Unicorns are happy. Drinking all the starlight they want. Laughing, breathing air, rainbows in the hair. I'm a get Drinking all the starlight they want. That is a brilliant line. I'm a captain. We had no idea what the hell to expect. I'm a Captain Beefheart fan, so that that is right up my alley. And it's Captain Beefheart fans and Yoko Ono fans. Kind of Venn diagram a little bit there. And 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 maybe, you know, everybody's sense of humor is different, but how can you not at least react to that <laughs> in some way? That 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 demands a reaction. It does demand a reaction. And most things that do get, I mean, even disgust, that's a reaction. Disgust is a reaction. And that's, if you're disgusted by that, that's absolutely great. If you're disgusted by that, you should not listen to our podcast. You're probably, you know, might not be for you, but if you're a masochist, um, keep, keep going. Right. I guess that's true. Yeah. Everyone's got their shtick. That's right. Speaking of masochism. Oh, I don't have one. Ah, so close. Do I have one from you? No, I don't have one from Paul. Oh, all right. Well. No, we tried, I, we I tried a, folks. I have another blooper. Oh, yeah, we haven't heard any more bloopers. A lot of best stuff. Let's of, hear another Although, uh, could we argue that Tom's song was one giant blooper? No, that wasn't a blooper. <laughs> I, that was fucking... I mean that in love, of course. Here's a blooper where Brandy just gets a, a little lost. Welcome back, and I am so excited to see who has called us today. And so the producer... Our producer. Hi, producer. Please play the first song. Can I do that again? (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. It was pretty good up until (laughs) our producer. Hi, producer. (laughs) I said the producer, and then I felt bad. I was just like the producer, but I was like our producer. 
No, he works on other shows too. <laughs> Screw that guy. <laughs> I I probably should have had more to eat after working in the yard. Okay. The producer, our producer. Hi, producer. <laughs> That's fantastic. A question I get a lot is, Brandy is such a great actor, which she is. Agreed. Actress. Absolutely. You can say that, I think. But people think she's crying in a lot of the episodes. Really? Because some of her I thought laughs. You, so I thought you said like, that as a joke. No, some a lot of her laughs sound like she's crying. So at one point, wow. somebody talks about eating a unicorn and she starts laughing so hard. But everyone is like, oh my God, Brandy was crying because of the unicorn stuff. That was so great. It's like, no, she was laughing. <laughs> oh, wow. There's so many dimensions that audio can take you to that. I guess you go where you want to go or where you're, yeah. where you're going to go. Yeah. If you, if you think they're crying, then maybe they were crying. And now a word from our sponsor. And now I return you to our program. What was your favorite episode? Oh, wow. That, was, that wasn't a very good segue, but we're just going to go there. No, no, that's a valid question, and I want to ask you the same. I could easily cop out and say, oh, my favorite episode or my favorite moment in the show was when I was on it doing dumb stuff. That's fine. And but that's, that's not my answer. Oh. That is not my answer. But it could be. It could be my answer because I enjoyed this right now so much. But it's not my answer because my answer in terms of favorite episode? Yes. Agriculture. That is by far my answer. <laughs> Agri- and this is why. This is why. It proved to be a very fun listening experience for both me and my wife, Erin, who's also uh, on the show. Yes. She was on the cooking and baking episode and she's been a caller on a couple episodes. We both, you know, knowing the premise of the show, knowing the people in the show, um, sat down and listened to that episode and we listened to the whole thing and we did not stop laughing and it's, that was that has to be. It has to be. My it's my favorite. favorite as well. And it's actually the next clip I have because I segue like segue. a fucking pro. Like you asked me what what was my favorite episode or what was the best, and you already knew what I was gonna say. No. I just went so Corey style roundabout. I on didn't it. know what you were gonna say, okay. but I knew that I was gonna say. Okay, and I knew that the Look next that. clip was that. from that In episode. Sync. So if you haven't heard the episode, you should listen to it because it's our my favorite and Mark's favorite. I'd argue it's a season highlight. I agree. It's Ryan plays farmer. I don't remember the, I don't even remember the Browder. Yeah. I barely remember the Eric. What was it? Aaron, Eric Browder, Derek Browder, Derek Browder. Yeah. I barely remember the character name. It was just the whole experience. And he was a farmer and he was coming on to talk about agriculture and his, the thing that made him interesting or, or weird was it he had a whole bunch of shit that he was just trying to unload. Yep. And a lot of it was like 90s yes. stuff. Like holdovers from the 90s, like uh, Tamagotchis and Furbies. And, and the pitch that babies. I made him, and he accepted, which resulted in this character, was I read an article somewhere, probably on Reddit or some shit, that mm. about a guy that went out and bought a fuck ton of like <laughs> fidget spinners. <laughs> Like 50,000 fidget spinners. And he, in his mind, he was going to make, yeah, exactly. He was going to make millions Tens of dollars. fidget spinners. He invested <laughs> everything he had in just a shit ton of fidget spinners. Nice. At the tail end of the fidget spinner craze. Yes. So there's like a post on like Reddit or something about like a Craigslist ad of like, would you like to buy 49,000 fidget spinners? Because <laughs> they're priced to go. Right. So that idea just made me laugh of somebody that just had a shit ton of garbage oh that they were trying to right. trying to push. Right. Dated garbage. So I pitched that to Ryan and, and Ryan liked the idea and just nice. that's all I told he, him. He and made he it his made, yeah. He everything that he that the character had was his. A hundred percent. I that's the only thing that I suggested and the rest was all Ryan. Yep. Have you, know, you met anyone on Farmers Only? What's farmers only? Is that where it's just farmers? Yeah, it's like a dating site for farmers only. Farmersonly.com. 
Oh, that's the way. That's the thing. I didn't know that. Yeah, I've been too busy working on the the HTML or the HTML of Cornhub. I didn't know that there was other websites. Wait, FarmersOnly.com. You said. Yep. How you spell it? F A R M E R S O N L Y dot com. C O M. Oh, okay. So they're spelling it the Christian way. Okay, great. How would you, how, you think it was spelled? What's the non-Christian way? Of which word? Farmers or only? Both. Both. <laughs> okay, well, if, if you're asking me how you, the correct spelling... I gotta I gotta write it down because I'm not great with uh, the alphabet. So let me just okay. So here we go. Now I wrote it my way with the dot com. So it's it, okay. So it's f u r m o r s capital R h o r n y dot com. Now, that is the correct spelling of farmer, and then only has an H, an R, and a Y, and an N in it. I think, have you have you been trying to go to this website? Have you not been seeing a dating site? Yeah, no, I haven't. I've just seen things that I didn't think were meant to be seen by human eyes. <laughs> yeah, so you might want to check the spelling on uh, on only. Yeah, I'll, I'll use the Christian for, form. Yeah, it's probably King James version, probably probably King James. Yeah, it's, it's, it's the New not Testament the Mormon version. Right. Version, that's for sure. It's the King James spelling so, of only. <laughs> that's my that's my favorite episode, and 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 I lied. I have actually another clip from that oh. episode. There have been so many great moments and episodes in the in the first season, but yep, one of my favorite moments that just came out of nowhere is when Ryan's character Derek assumed control of the show oh oh yeah that's right here is ryan's character derek browder taking over the show i have a garden in the summer and that takes a considerable amount of time you know maybe 45 minutes every few every day on average you know to to upkeep that garden when i get it planted it's pretty small so i'm wondering how you get so much work done in such a short amount of time. Well, I got two things. One, did you get, did you grow your garden from Jersey? Did that garden come from Jersey? You know, there's a possibility some of the seeds or something could have at one point been in Jersey, I guess. Okay. Cause that could make a difference. But honestly, my real question is how does it take you 45 minutes to handle a small garden when it takes me 15 to take care of all my farms. Well, that's what I'm asking you. How do you do it? Oh. I thought I was asking you. Wait, whose show is this? It's a- Am I asking the questions? <laughs> I'm sorry. I <laughs> that thought is I was a very good question. question. Okay. I, it's my mistake. Uh, so we got another caller? <laughs> <laughs> No, actually, there's there's no more callers on the oh, line here. Oh, wow, wow. Look at that. Answered all the world's questions. In what? Probably 15 minutes I, I did that. That's some good shit. <laughs> Quality. Wait, whose show is that? At the end of that same episode, he I think he calls Calcedoni. Calcedonal Duck. Calcedonal Duck. Yep. And then he calls Clef something. I forget what he calls Clef. But oh, like Gle- like Glef Gergengo or like yeah, he like throws right. a couple of K's in there. So for the last clip that I have. Oh, and there's no calls for today. Mm. No calls. Oh, yeah, no, nobody's, no. Calling nobody's calling in. Yeah, that's all right. Um, the last clip that I have is from your episode. OK, but not the first episode that you did. Not yep. the housing one. The, the emergency this one you did. Communications. Another guest that we have booked. Ah, yes. Um, I wasn't able to. I was the fill-in. Yes, wasn't able to show up, so we did a scramble at the last minute. 
Associate producer, and Scramble. So yeah. you did a good job. So thanks yes. for coming in. You're and welcome. And thank throwing you. something together very quickly. I was very happy to do it. And I think the episode turned out really well, even though we had a day to prepare. Day and change. Day and change to yeah. prepare. Yeah, yeah. Um, you played I was, a communication expert. Yes, I forgot uh, Dr. Toby Dyson. And But the... Big it, wink to Terminator fans. Yeah, the, it was a... It turned out that you were actually a Terminator. Correct. I, a, a base model that the best I could do to terminate was to get the word out that I want to terminate. <laughs> <laughs> Spread the word. Yeah, like, hey, go find me the Sarah Connor, put her in front of me, and maybe I'll give her a, a purple nurple. Is no, it's not go there. But in the episode, Corey goes, or I'm sorry, Clef goes online and finds the user manual for that model of the Terminator. Yes, correct. Because everything's online, and so of course, do a little bit of googling, and you'd probably find it. And he finds the reboot setting. Yes, this was maybe another you had to be there moment, but we spent a half hour. Yeah. Going through and Corey, I'm sorry, Clef and Calcedoni kept rebooting you with yes. the reset button. Yes. And giving you new instructions. Yes, it was very confusing. It started that they just wanted pizza. Yes. They, they were going to change your prime directive from killing Sarah Connor to getting pizza. Yeah, it turned into like Grand Theft Auto 4, like drive through order. It was pretty nuts. Yes, it, it, got, it got crazy. But it was so funny listening to Corey and Brandy... And yourself, yeah, <laughs> reboot over and over and over and over and over again, and add more and more shit to the order. Yep. And let's listen to that now. Couple of number nines. Here we go. Beef antenna, um, Jabberwocky, I believe. Bing boom boom. Welcome to Cyberdyne Systems. Please enter new prime directive. Um, get us a pizza from Napoli. You have selected, get us a pizza from Napoli, Italy. Uh, Calzadoni, is there any other uh, things you want to throw in on this prime directive here? Oh, I, I would like like five pizzas, please. Five pizzas. Prime directive confirmed. Oh, gluten-free. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's going to have to boot up and we're going to have to put him back in the prime directive state to... Uh, yes, greetings. I'm Dr. Toby Dyson. I received my PhD in computer science from the uh, University of Colorado, Denver. I was also a visiting professor in the University of Southern California. And I'm a senior systems architect. Yeah, that's great. Beef antenna Jabberwocky. Uh, bing, boom, boom. Cyberdyne Systems. Please enter new prime directive. Can we get some pizzas from Napoli? Bing, boom, boom. You have selected get pizzas from Napoli. Is that correct? Calcedoni may want to add some things. Uh, yes. Can you please get them at least a few of the pizzas gluten-free? Bing, bong, bong. Gluten-free. Prime directive changed. I think we did it. I think we, we saved did the too. world. And we may actually... Do you think you could just bring us the whole chef in the kitchen and the oven and everything? <laughs> That's a good question. Beef and tenna jabberwocky. <laughs> Bing, bong, boom. Cyberdyne Systems, please enter new prime directive. Okay, so I, we're, we're starting, I think we're starting to really drive on a list here. So we want a, uh, about five pizzas from Napoli, um, each from a different restaurant, um, at least three of them gluten-free. Um, anything else that you... Uh, yes, I would like um, the kitchen to be brought over from Napoli with the chef and so that he can continue, and the ingredients, so that they can just continue to make the pizza here. Oh, and a milkshake. Um, uh, probably like... Uh, vanilla i know it sounds plain don't judge me um and uh i want one of those cool little like vespas um i want like a red one um oh that's great idea vespa yeah um is there any anything else i mean we well i think some gelato yeah i i mean gelato would be great Bing, boom, boom. hold on wait no not yet i want uh <laughs> i want an air horn from berlin because i hear they make amazing air horns um, and then, I don't know, maybe like a kabuki set from, from Tokyo. Great idea. Yeah. And then, I mean, you probably want something from like an opera house, right? I want the 
seats from the first row of the opera house in Sydney. And then I'd also really like some lavender from France. You know, I feel really bad because we're asking for a lot. What else do you want, Cyberdyne Systems? Bing, boom, boom. The obliteration of Sarah Connor and son John Connor. Can we delete that from? Deleting. Yeah, we're good. Oh, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. I need the last. I need the DVD set for the last season of Supernatural. Oh, also, can I get a milkshake instead of gelato? Changing order to milkshake from small gelato. With cashew milk? Adding to order cashew milk. Actually, you know what? Instead of pizzas, let's just go with hamburgers. Changing. Can we get those with gluten-free buns, like at least two of them? Ding, bong, bong. Data overload. No, Data overload. No. Overload. Read it back. Overload. Read it back. Read it back. Read it back. Read You're going to have to do the whole, like, antenna thing again, Clef. Yeah, no. <laughs> I could not remember anything. I mean, yeah, I guess I could have written all that down, but yeah, no. <laughs> that happens. And that's it. That's Overloaded. all of the clips that I have. What a season. It was a really good season. and I'm looking very much forward to season two. We've already recorded a couple episodes. Um, I have a question. Oh. I have a question for you that I've just thought of. Uh, what can the listeners expect um, as a general course for season two? Is there anything you can tell us? Um, boners. That? Boners. A lot of boners. Great. Um, little sneaky rat faces. Mm. Not um, everyone will be into that. But that's okay. Snakes on airplanes. Oh, not on trains or boats? Um, farts in jars. Okay. Ewoks. I see. Disney uh, we're going to spend four or five episodes just talking about the Lord of the Rings. Okay. Um, and I think, we haven't nailed it down yet, but I think President Bill Clinton will be a guest on wow, the show. Wow, that'd be great. That's not not like as an actor, but like the actual. Like we'll get we'll get William Jefferson Clinton to come yes. down. Oh, that'd be great. That'd be really. I cool. think we uh, we're in touch with his people. His that people said that they're huge remarkable. fans of the show. Oh, great, great, and that they would love to have him on here. So, um, yeah, fingers crossed. Well, I didn't know how it could get any better, but you have proven me wrong. It's it's go big or go home. Yep, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And that's the way that we were all here at uh, a podcast. Word up. I love it. Any parting thoughts or uh, just parting anything? Any parts? Do you have any parts? How many parts uh, <laughs> do you have and do you want to talk about I have them? 216 bones. <laughs> do you? Have you counted? It, two, it's either 216 or 206 and my phone is off, so I can't look that up. Oh, oh. That, well, that is like one thing that is bones. going to be coming up. Siri does make several appearances. Ah, yes. That episode. we can definitely confirm. So we'll see how that goes. So, yeah. Siri and Apple, if you want to sponsor Yay, the upcoming there we episodes. Go. Uh, Not, don't just host us, but sponsor us. I love that. They don't host us. I guess they don't host us. But that, uh, they technically distribute us. Well, along with bajillions yeah, of others. Yeah. That's not a number. Yeah, I've got nothing else. Yeah, me neither. This has been great. Thank you for having me on, Jay. No problem, man. Thanks yeah. for helping put this whole mammy jammy together. absolute pleasure. And thank all of you. Especially thank you, the Our listeners. listening public. Yes. Thank you for, for supporting us. Podcast Clips, the best show listening. ever. Yes. Way better than um, the Joe Rogan experience. Oh, my God. Like, you I, get way more listens than wow, that. Wow. Just incredible. Yeah. Way more listens than. That is absolutely old. a true factual statement that could in no way be falsified. Way more listens than. My brother, my brother and me. Yes. Way more. Wow. Than that. Way more yep. than. Um, the last podcast on the left. Yep. Way more. Was that cereal? Cereal. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like super. Four or five times the amount wow. of cereal gets. Clearly a true statement that's backed up by tangential evidence. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, it's, it's not easy being, being green top. Yeah. Right. I mean, everyone guns for you. Everyone yep. else says it. Yep. It's true. I mean, I suppose we could ask people, we could ask people to please like subscribe and follow comment whatever, but, and well, smash that bell and uh, fuck that shit. Who gives a shit? Nobody. Yeah. You guys know how stuff. this, you know, it, it's, this is not your first time clicking play. You know what to do. If you like us, which we hope you do, honestly, um, just tell do whatever you want. Do whatever the fuck you want. Well, you know, tell you your, click it, do it. I don't give click a shit. it. Tell your friends to click it. That doesn't mean they're going to, you know, click it on command, but, uh, you know, talk about the stuff you like and it just if it just so happens to be our show then you know tell grandma at the next uh, cookie party 
Yeah, tell her about the anal, anal episode. Uh, especially, especially the anal episode. At the next party, family party, yep. walk directly to your grandma and tell her, Grandma. Yes, dear. Are you into anal? Dear, I think that's a very personal question. You're right. I'm sorry. I know you're in anal. Well, so, fair enough. You are part of the family. What? I have got an episode of a podcast for you. Oh, I love podcasts, dear. Because what 80-year-old doesn't? That's true. There's two things 80-year-olds love. Rice pudding and podcasts. Podcasts and anal. Well, podcasts, anal, and rice pudding. That would be three. <laughs> three things. Rice pudding's like... Usually together. <laughs> oh, mm. uh, Hmm. This is good times. Is it time for sign off? It might be time for yeah. sign off. So signing off for Paisley Jackson Smith, who is often signed off for by Calcedoni Figaro Scott. I'm J. Allen Bell. And signing off for Clef Crescendo, I am Mark Adams, and you have been listening to a podcast lips. Goodbye. Ding dong ding. <laughs> Cyberdyne. Hey listeners, this is Clef Crescendo, and this one actually uh, goes out to you guys. So, I mean, obviously you've been following along with our show, and we really appreciate that. And uh, you might be asking yourself, you know, hey, how can I be a part of a podcast lips? How can I show my support? You know, that type of thing. Um, well, I got news for you. You can go over to apodcastlips.com and check out our podcast lips store. To find some neat swag and merch, we got things like t-shirts, coffee mugs, pint glasses. But you know what else? We also have a jigsaw puzzle on there. That's right. In a podcast ellipse jigsaw puzzle, it is uh, off the hook. It would be, I mean, I'm looking at it right now. It would be very difficult. So listeners, you want to be a part of us? You want to give us a shout out? Show us your support? Head over to apodcastellipse.com. Check out the podcast ellipse store. And, you know, maybe uh, get something fun to drink your uh, coffee or your beer out of. Peace.